All right, let's get to chopping this fable. Your fake Tupac was fatal. But you're a softy, Starbucks coffee, Vegas moccasin bagel. <laughs> I begged you, but since you couldn't bring your pops to the table, the hand of the world finna rock your creative. Is it that Lux? Yeah, man. Shout out Loaded Lux. Lux versus Calico? Yes, sir. Mm. It's starting to feel like summer madness again. Filipino cappuccino? Yes, sir. Nah. <laughs> what up, world? This is the Road to Victory podcast. I'm your host, Ann Diggities, and I got my brothers back. My, my brothers took a vacation from me, but it's all good. We back now. I got the blonde boss. Blonde boss, what's going on? Two times, you already know, man. Diggity. (laughs) (laughs) I got Kaya NYC in the building. The only place to be, (laughs) Eric. That was good. He lying. He was just knocked out. (laughs) I was just peeing, if you must know. (laughs) (laughs) He went from snoring to pissing. So what a combination. So it, it's been a minute, y'all. What y'all been up to? Like, catch us up. Yeah, well, I've been chilling, you know, um, catching up on my book, enjoying life, uh, meeting new people, doing new things. That's what's up. You, you know was down man? south with me, right? Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did go see your fam, right? Yeah, yes, that sir. was a that was a whole new experience. I found out a, a, a new liquor that what? that I, I honestly. Kind of uh, tops my turvy. Is that is that the right word for it? Ain't no word. Is I turvy. don't speak Hindu, nigga. Tops my turvy. Tops my turvy. Said fuck fantastic and Listen, 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 listen. I done found out some shit that I motherfucking sip on, and not me, and make me forget about what happened. So sometimes that's good, other times you know it's better. So that's that's mm. what it is, man. A blind boss is referring to moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely drunk moonshine at my house before. <laughs> Shut so, up. Nah, I know I, I did. Yeah. Well, come on, son. Could you blame me for forgetting? <laughs> nah, it was not long ago. That was like almost ten years ago. Oh, I, I was referring just to the to the content. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, because we drunk moonshine at your, at your, um, at your party too in South Carolina, right, Ed? Yeah, man. Yo, we drunk moonshine, and I, I swear, I saw everything after that, nigga. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. That, that's how, that's how I'm not sure if I drunk moonshine with you. I don't remember seeing shit. <laughs> that's crazy. But, yo, it's because that moonshine was made with fentanyl, nigga. <laughs> It was, yeah, like yo, I, I I liked it though. I had a real good time, no chilling with. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Family. I'm glad you came to see the side of the family, you know, pop side of the family and all of that. You know, Kaya, what's up? What you been up to, brother? On the real, my life is in shambles, dude. Oh, <laughs> man, let's talk about it. I've been home. I've been home getting a check for 18 months. Right. I'm back in the building now. This shit is crazy, bro. Oh, you talking about um, uh, Corona letting up and yeah, you know I'm a I'm a teacher, so we finally I'm finally I got my exemption, so I was home the whole year. 
I was home since March before that. So this September is like my first time being back in the building in 18 months, bro. How it feel, bro? It feels like, it feels ghetto. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> this shit feels ghetto as fuck. Ghetto to go back to work. <laughs> I was like, God damn. All these niggas always preaching about financial freedom. I had that shit for a year and a half, boy. I swear to God. Mentioned you was making this shit work. It was working. It was amazing, bro. I get to stay up, stay out, travel where I want, do what I want. Wake up when I'm nigga. I had class at ten o'clock for thirty minutes, three times a week. I was living the life, man. So being back in the building is like. I'm getting back in the flow. Niggas threw away everything in my classroom. Damn. Talking about my decorations, my mood meter, my classroom. They threw away my class rules. They threw away the rules from my classroom. And the lady who did it looked me in the eyes today. She said, I seen what you posted on Instagram. I just want to let you know, I did throw away some of your stuff. Bitch, you threw away all my shit. Don't listen to this. I get it twisted. I don't know. All her parents are short, too. I don't know who the fuck she got to get on that chair or the ladder to go take my shit down. Though. But she took even the shit that was in the rafters down, nigga. Like, that shit was crazy. She was out for vengeance. It's all right, though. Yeah, that was you know You should have handled that better. How was I supposed to handle Nigga, I wasn't there. What you want me to do? If you would have left your name, your message, your signature even, I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying? That's very invalid, my nigga. It was my classroom. It was my classroom. Everything in there was mine. Uh, niggas, apparently not. Apparently, them niggas want. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? I'm going to keep it a, a whole buck with you. You know what it is? She took my classroom and was making it her classroom, which is valid. But when the school year came back around, they put her back in her old classroom and gave me my class back. Because of this music shit, a lot of people didn't think I was coming back to work. They literally thought that I had made some kind of way to be able to perform. Like They thought you said, fuck them kids. Yep. Oh, it's still fuck them kids. But they thought I was able to make a living off the music already. So I wasn't coming back to work. A lot of people believed that. That's... That's I do hear about a lot of people that actually quit their career for they to to live their dreams. So, but not with yeah, these benefits, not the past judgment word. <laughs> like, come on, to be a teacher, like I don't I don't know who in their right mind would quit being a teacher to become a rapper. What's what's the, oh damn? What's that show that was on Netflix that had like Cardi B, Ti? They was the host and the oh, judges. Oh, the hip hop joint. The hip hop joint. They chose uh, contestants from New York, Atlanta, and California. Right, and the nigga who won it, he's the one that came out rapping with Deontay Wilder. Yeah, D Smoke. D Smoke. D Smoke was a teacher, bro. Yeah. Yeah. D Smoke was a teacher. He won that shit though. He ain't got to teach no more. Right. Right. But that's still a, 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 a one in a thousand, probably one in a million phenomenon, though. Like, he, de- he definitely he definitely had the talent to win that show. And he showed and proved it to the world. And, and now, the niggas are able to live his dream. But people really thought I wasn't coming back, bro. It, it shocks <laughs> me because people were like, yo, I'm surprised you're here. 
Right. And it was like, where the fuck am I supposed to be? Like, yo, that was that all was... the streams I got only equal up to eighty six dollars. Fuck, I'm doing eighty six dollars. You ain't got millions of followers. Yeah, yo, that was me at the Ellen too. They were like, yo, bro, you not gonna be working here longer. Wanna do pay my rent for a year and be homeless? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> People be they be out of touch with reality, bro. Exactly. You know what it is? A lot of people sit and wonder what shit is like. And when something great happens to you, they assume that like you hit the jackpot. And it's not really a jackpot. It's just cause you ain't doing shit with your life. Mm-hmm. But sitting here watching other people behind the screen. So you see somebody you know behind that screen, it's like, oh shit, they must have made it. Right. But in re in reality, in reality, and we could start here. Like, there's always I was told there's always there's always three things that's for certain. You're either in a storm, a storm just just leaving a storm, or the storm is coming, bro. Big preach. A uh, storm is coming. I guess you could say we we all promise change. Throughout our entire lives, while everybody in their life is is promised change. I don't want no change. I only want dollars, nigga. (laughs) 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 So you can ask for dollars all you want, nigga. That don't mean you're gonna get it. However, you will get a different part of your life each time you either learn something or go through something or something happens to you. When power corrupts. When power corrupts, I was sitting around wondering, right, right, and this is—I'm dead serious. I was just sitting around wondering. I was like, if I was white, would I be racist? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what makes like, you say that? Well, because first of all, I believe that like everybody's racist to an extent. It's just the the really, really, really racist ones is the ones that try to hide it. But the semi-racist ones is the ones that be like, yo, I can't stand black people. I can't stand white people. I can't stand Asian. But then as a male, you're going to look at that bad chick and be like, yo, I would take that down. You see what I'm saying? I would nibble on that nipple. You see what I'm saying? Come like, on, it's PG, bro. Oh, it is? Oh, my bad. We ain't got time for your X video games, man. <laughs> My, look, look, listen, my point is, uh, a person, anybody, my point, everybody would think that they racist, but if you think you racist, but you, you're willing to, not I mean, share parts of your body with the opposite sex of that opposite race, then that doesn't mean you're racist. That just means you're confused. I do think everybody is racist, but it's just because I feel like racism comes from things you don't understand. Right. Right. So when we see niggas doing some nigga stuff, it's like. Them niggas just being niggas. You feel me? I don't think though. I see the niggas hanging out selling crack. I don't really be like, oh my God, this community is terrible. I think oh, these niggas got to eat. You know what I mean? That's my mindset. And that's not and racist, that, though. That's more like stereotypical. I'm going to get to the racist part, right? Wait, wait, wait. Hold that thought, right? So you say that, but what if they selling clark, selling drugs to like a relative? That someone you care about daily. I don't care. Nah. 
you know what it is? We all human beings. We all make our choices. We all make our mistakes. We all grow and learn. And if that's the phase that you want to take your life to, I'm not going to support you, but it is what it is. But I understand that circle of life. You feel me? I don't look at that circle of life no certain way. And then I see uh, a white person do some crazy shit like <laughs> busting bottles on his head. And so I don't know. That's some white people shit. You know what I mean, that's, <laughs> that's definitely what. No, it was only niggas doing that. Those those was niggas. I seen some kids in, in Yonkers running around with. They had had thirty crates with them. I'm like, oh my god, somebody's finna die. Oh my God, but you know what? This is what these little black babies want to do. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. Uh, and then you get on Instagram and see some crazy shit that Asian people eating fucking rats and time. So I would definitely be, if I was white, I'd definitely and, be. And you know what's crazy? In their culture, that's probably regular. It's, it's right, that's what I mean. It's shit, it's shit, shit you don't understand. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's, it's just growing up in different parts of the world. Like, you can be black, white, Asian, Mexican, whatever. But if you grow up in a certain part of the world, you're just going to adapt to their, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, sociality. Nigga, put me in China. I ain't eating no motherfucking rats. I'm like, I'm like, yo. You probably already eat rats. Like, nigga, that shit yo, come with. How many different Chinese stores you ate from already? Nigga? Yo, they come with sesame seeds and general <laughs> soul sauce. Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, so that classifies it as not as rat because they come with seventy seeds. That shit is ratata. Forget, forget like, what sure you that. saying. If I'm out there and that's the only thing to eat, I'm be like, you have that in diet. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your low fat rat? <laughs> that's funny. Do you have any Jersey rats? <laughs> Like, I don't like the taste of New York rats. <laughs> All right. Serious question. Serious, serious. You think black people farting is messing up global warming? <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I think no. Yo, but you I know. I think so. You know what's crazy, though? The amount of cows in the country and the breeding of cows and shit and the cows farting. It's definitely messing with global warming. Yeah. I bet you didn't even know that. Nah. That's crazy, I right? Think a, I think a white castles would be fucking with global warming. <laughs> yo, it, 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 yo, that shit is impossible that that shit smelled in the same exact way going in and coming out. Yeah, I blame white castles and pork chops. It gotta be white castles and pork chops. Wait, why pork? I think it's like methane or something like that when the cows fart. Because they breed so many cows, though, like the methane is getting trapped in the air and it's like blocking the sun rays and it's like helping with global warming and shit like that. Look it up, though. I'm dead ass. See, you learn something new on the podcast. Cow farts, nigga. Cow farts. Global warming. You got cars and cow farts, nigga. This is a fucked up ecosystem. All right. Y'all ready to start the podcast now? I I think so. That was just the intro. Get back, getting back to when power corrupts, right? Right. So I think that every last human being is powerful, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think we all have, you know, this power in us. I remember dating my ex, right? 
Oh, uh, Shaniqua. See, you done made me say her name on the podcast. She ain't listening. The <laughs> girl <laughs> show she ain't nobody. <laughs> so please continue. So, so, so I remember as soon as we split up, right? The first thing she says to me is, you know, I was looking for a superhero this whole time. I realized it was me. You know what I'm saying? When power corrupts, bro. She she was looking for what she was the whole time. And that's what I kind of alluded to, what I was alluding to um, right before the podcast. When, like, uh, never, never appear to be too perfect. You know, damaged people love damaged people. That's why we tend to love, like, a, a struggle story, or, 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 like what they say uptown, get it, get it out the mud. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want some like misery love company type shit? Exactly. That 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 too, because because I may not, you may have what I don't have, right? You may have what I don't have, and I'm just like, instead of me being accountable because I made some wrong decisions. I in a way I blame you for not having for for me not having what you got. I, I think those are called haters, I think. <laughs> I mean call it what you want, <laughs> but I just wanted to paint paint that this narrative that you know um and y'all could help me out here cuz <laughs> You see a brother struggling with his sentence. <laughs> but, um, you know, I guess when we don't take accountability for, for, for the things, they say you are what you are and where you are because what are you putting in your mind? You know, so there's times we, we don't take accountability because we're not where we want to be. You know, I, I agree with that because um, sometimes when you, you chilling around somebody that's quote unquote not making you better, it's because that person is well, you're keeping that person around or you're being around that person because you just need to vent more of who you are or even see your mistakes in somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Like me personally, y'all, 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 my main damies because I, I I learn from y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I learn from y'all. I could talk to y'all, and if I say some stupid shit, y'all would be right there to motherfucker crack jokes and to laugh at me. <laughs> 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 so, like we, we gotta, we gotta bring you down to build you up. Yeah, bro. It's like y'all have no idea how much I appreciate that. <laughs> now when I go on the street talking to a random dude, I know not to say that stupid shit <laughs> that I said around y'all. You see what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I like the fact that um, I could like be myself around y'all and. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't have to worry about making any type of, like, m mistakes or anything. Because, you know, we, we just chilling, vibing, maintaining. Exactly. And I feel like the more 
the more authentic you are, especially when it comes to like gold grabbing, I guess the more of a pathway you you open up, you open up for yourself instead of trying to like what we was talking about earlier, being a fan, being a a a, a fan that's on it a little bit too much or being basically being a fiend. Being a fiend and stuff like that. Well, let's talk about the fight then. I mean, like, everybody has to put up some kind of fight or effort in order to do what they quote-unquote want to do or become who they want to become. And um, the, the funny shit is, I realize that I'm not... Uh, I, I'm not a fighter. I'm, I, I'm a lover. You see what I'm saying? So... What I, love got to do with it? Uh, yo, like, love got to do a, a, a lot, yo. Like, on the real, like, if we would learn to love each other more, there would be a lot less problems. I mean, like, my opinion, the world would be boring. There would be no entertainment. And then it would just be like, what's the next topic to talk about? Oh, oh, oh let's talk about how perfect I take a piss. I mean, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, but, but, <laughs> but not to sound corny or cliche, but if you don't. You know what I'm saying? If it don't come from internally, if you don't love yourself, how how are we supposed to love one another? You know, it's like the scene from Juice. He was like, I don't give a fuck about you. You, I don't even give a fuck about myself. So, uh, you know. Well, just because you, um, just because you love something don't mean that it don't technically entertain you. It's just, you could also love to just be entertained. But you could also love somebody that also entertains you. But it's just... It's not as much as entertainment as it is love, you know, like you would love something that's not good for you, but if it's entertaining, you would keep it around. Most people do keep it around, even though it's destroying them, but you know, it's entertaining. So it's keeping their minds occupied with the the, the the dopamine shit. So Kaya, why do you think we we're we as a people are so in love with like Shortcuts. I think <clears throat> instant gratification has taken over the world. Like even well, even before the internet and all of this, and I mean there's something in your brain that wants to be like everybody's goal driven. There's something in your brain that wants to 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 achieve these goals, right? But, but the steps to achieving the goals, why do I need those steps if I could just get to the goal? You feel me? Like, the attainment of the end process is more important than the process for a lot of people. But what they don't know is the process is what makes you. I mean, and to draw it back into the corruption of power, right? I don't think, I think the corruption of power comes with the actually having to, with power comes great with responsibility. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, once I'm put in a position of more power, I can't be the same person who I once was. I learned that the hard way. You feel me? As a teacher, when I first started teaching, we, and it was crazy because we was talking about this today with my parish. When I first walked into the classroom, because I was a parish for five years. When I first walked into the classroom, and I told them, they're like, hey, what you doing here? I'm like, I'm the teacher. These niggas was like, 
nigga, you ain't the teacher. I'm like, I'm the teacher for the classroom. What are y'all talking about? Like, and I, yo, I literally had to convince the staff. So I sat there all day with them. And at the end of the day, it was like, yo, why? Like, you going to be working in this classroom? I was like, yo, I'm the teacher. They really didn't believe me until the next day they came back and I was in the classroom again. And he was like, who's the teacher? They was like, yo, the teacher, because they had another teacher there before. They was like, yo, the teacher left. So, I mean, it's like, all right, cool. I'm used to being in a role where I'm Mr. Friendly, good guy, everybody. You know what I mean? And then I realized I wasn't getting things done, being the same person I was before I was put in that role of responsibility. So, with the power, now it's more like, I'm not going to say like I'm a dictator because I'm definitely not. I don't be up niggas' ass all day. But when I want to get shit done, I get it done now. And I know how to. And it could come off like a little bit asshole-ish. But I know when I was a nice guy, people took me for granted. When I'm this asshole, everything I want gets done. Feel me? So I don't think the power corrupted me. I think the people around me made me use the power in a way... That was more like an iron fist than anything else. I think mm-hmm. it was just more of a fight that you couldn't help or that you never could help but to just, you know what I mean, partake in your entire life. Because some, some people, it's harder to go through things than others. You see what I'm saying? Like It's like like a popularity thing. Some For some people, it's a, a hell of a lot easier to be popular than, than for others who think that Buying Gucci or buying Louis, Louis makes you popular. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I've been, I've been like a, a, a real fighter. I'm realizing my whole life, even though I'm not a fighter, and I realized that I wasn't a fighter because I had this one fight where um, the nigga had stole my weed, but I didn't know that he stole my weed, but. Like, I just was like, yo, he's pussy. He, he a thief. Got of nowhere, he told me that he stole his weed. So, I couldn't believe it. But then, out of nowhere, he snuffed me. <laughs> so, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, how this nigga snuff me and he steal my motherfucking weed? <laughs> so, then, like, yo, we start scrapping and all that shit afterwards. And then, like, I, I start washing the nigga, but then he tell me to hold on because he got asthma. Oh, <laughs> but no. Sounds like you got a fatal attraction on your hands. Yo, but the, the crazy shit is, this is shit that made me realize I'm not really a fighter. I'm more of a of a, of a lover and a thinker. Is because after nigga said, hold on, I got asthma, I actually fucking waited. It's because you're a good guy. You got morals and ethics. <laughs> Time out. That's what you said? Like, that's the word. Like, we was playing tag or some shit. You said time out. He's like, you good? You got your breath? You ready to go? Ready to go, yeah. But this is shit that, baby, then even after, (coughs) even after he was ready to fight again, I still wouldn't even take advantage of his asthma. I didn't punch him in his stomach or his chest or any type of shit like that. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that... That's the shit that made me realize that I'm not as much of a fighter as much of a, as I am a, a, a philosopher or, or a planner. You see what I'm saying? Or, or a person that thinks ahead. 
Because I didn't even know that I was thinking, yo, I'm going to fuck this nigga up without fucking with his asthma. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know I was thinking that way. But it was like the will to go on made me go on. But the fight in me just made me say, I'm not going to abuse this nigga for what I know what damage him. For what I know what damage him. You see what I'm saying? This podcast is rated A, B, C, D, 13, <laughs> R, N, N, A. I'm just describing the different kinds of fights that we all have to struggle with right. during different situations. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think that every follower needs a leader. And I'll give you like two examples. It's this mm. movie called Master and Commander, right? So mm. it's two people in charge. One is the head and one is right under the head, right? So the guy under the head, he started joking with like the employees, like the a group of employees. And then the head guy, the master, told the commander, he was like, you know what? Put all of the put all of the employees in the gas chamber. Gas them up. And and um he he pulled the commander, the master pulled the commander to the side and he says, Listen, they don't they don't need someone to make them laugh. They need somebody they could look at as a leader. They need somebody to follow. And that's where we are, bro. You know what I'm saying? So to go back so what Theo was saying, Blonde Boss, you were saying that, you know, you had to fight. And I remember growing up on the block, the same block we grew up on, mm. when it was about, when it was about, you know, just defending ourselves. You know, so we, I remember us getting bullied, right? Us getting bullied by... The older, the older cats was some of us were related to. There we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember us being bullied. And Kaya, I remember you when you got bullied. You you told everybody you was going to get the knife <laughs> at seven years old, and you would come out with a big old butcher knife. Yo, chase. This is how psychotic Yo. this shit is. Right? Blind boss, wasn't we talking about this earlier? How our decisions when we was younger, like we did a lot of dumb stuff when we was younger, bro. And we think about it now, you be like, "Yo, all it took is for me to swing that knife the wrong way one time." I don't went and got that knife plenty of times out the house, a lot bro. Every day, bro, <laughs> for years. I done got that knife for plenty of times, bro. But think of the struggle. Most of the niggas that you probably got the knife for, I was probably living with. Mm. You know I mean? Yeah. So imagine how I felt. <laughs> That's real. Like dealing with the niggas that was but, fucking but, with you. But this is yeah. how this is how you know we was some project babies. Cause Kaya nah, would go nah, get the I don't wanna say nah, you can't say project babies. Because I'm I'm sure suburban people go through shit like this too. Like this is a human thing. Yeah, what sure. Kaya did was definitely suburbia. Right. He would go and run in the house crying from being bullied. Go get the knife. Start start chasing everybody. I yo, I'm like, yo, you my man. He's like, I don't give a fuck. They're gonna stab at somebody. 
Listen, I see you laughing. Just... Yeah, exactly. And then after he chased everybody, he wiped his tears and he started laughing like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've wow, never seen, psychotic, bro. i never seen nothing like this, yo. <laughs> but but uh, to go back to what, what we was talking about, like we had the older guys, after they bullied us, they made us fight each other because they didn't want us to go anywhere out of our community out of our community and get taken advantage of or get beat up so we had to we were best friends and then and you know it's crazy you don't at the time you don't realize that you don't realize what they're actually doing cuz that's exactly what they're doing bro making sure that you can hold your own when the time and place comes like, you don't realize that. At the time, it was just like fight each other, see who's stronger, this and that. But at the end of the day, it was... At the time, is yo, fuck him up or I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beat him up or I'm going to beat you up. You know what I'm saying? So, so well, then... Honestly, that's when I learned how to fight, though. Like, dealing with stuff like that. That's how I learned I couldn't fight. <laughs> That's real. I said, nigga, you better hit the books, boy. My son, I took my son to MMA today. I was just telling blind boss this. He had his first spar, and then my son just turned six, so they sparring now. They got the headgear, the gloves on, and all that. Yo, like the, the sensei is talking to him, and he's looking at the sensei. The sensei's like, jab, and he's looking at him. The kid just punched him. <laughs> I said, yeah, you fight just like your daddy, nigga. <laughs> Uh, his mama a scrapper. I mean, mama a scrapper. Daddy, I don't got the hands, nigga. That's why I'm going to outwit you, nigga. I'm going to outthink you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I already know. I learned from young a slap boxing and shit. I knew. All right, my hands. Yo, little, little side note, right? So I was talking to Rel the other day, bro, and he said some shit that hit home for me. And it's making me really look at my outlook on life different, going back to like power and corruption, right? Shout out, Ralph. Shout out to Ralph. So Ralph was like, yo, I don't think you realize this, bro. He was like, you kind of our leader, bro. We really kind of follow your lead. He's like, anytime you try to put something together, you he was like, you the one that could gather people together, get people moving, whatever you want to do, people really follow. He was like, you've been our leader for a long time, bro. And I never, ever considered that in my life. Mm. The shit... I never knew. I never thought of it that way. Man. I, I like, noticed that when we went to Atlanta. I'm like, everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. yeah, but yo, you know, you know who who used to be that person though? Yeah, your cousin and B. Yeah, everybody used to. I, I remember like, those days. Like, shout out B. Yeah, he said that yo. to me, and I said, Yo, if I'm the leader of us all, I failed, bro. Mm. I failed. Mm. Why he said that? No, I said him. He didn't say that. He just said he was like, "Yo, we followed your lead." When he started saying that shit, all I could think in my head is, "I failed." Cause we, none of us are in a position that we could really pull each other up nowhere. You know what I mean, we all in a lateral playing field. If I was supposed to be a leader. A leader doesn't mean I'm the best or I'm the smartest at anything else. That means I know I can call on and how to get things done. But it's like, yeah. if all we getting done is ways to have fun, 
I mean, what kind of leader is that? What kind of who? who how you want to take that to war, nigga? Well, just, just, let's just let's just put it like this. Like, uh, uh, what I learned the difference between people is I I don't know if it's like everybody individually or if it's like race or whatever, but certain people just like to be humble, have fun, and live and you know love life. Life is not all about being rich or quote unquote being successful or who could get a pair of Gucci sneakers and make them. But life, life is all about being successful. You define your own success, but that's what life is about, bro. Oh, oh no, no, not necessarily. No, you don't, because um, you know how many people I actually know ain't shit, but they have so many friends. So many people love them. What does that have to do with that? However, they, they define success. If being socially uh, socially because prominent is their version of being successful, then they're a successful person. I promise you, most of the people that's looking up to them are the ones that's looking to be, quote unquote, successful in their own way, rich or whatever the case may be. You, saying, you keep saying rich, and I, what I'm trying to say to you is success is not, the, whatever whatever you define success as is what success means well, to yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, uh, this that. is why I say I fail. If I'm the leader, I fail. Because to me, success is, you know, we supposed to be finding ways to make money in our sleep by now. Right. I mean, all these ideas in my head that I've been pumping out every fucking now and then that never come to fruition, bro. That's a failure, bro. We should all right now be able to wake up to a check tomorrow that we did nothing for yesterday. One man's trash is another man's treasure. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel as if uh, uh, you failed because whatever, whatever, whatever. Another man is looking at you because they look as you as a success story because we just chilling. You are a. Uh, Happy dude that, of course, everybody outside would look at and be like, yo, you good. I mean, like, you got your family. You got, you know what I mean? You got, like, everything that you have, you have a reason to be happy for that. And on top of that, you able to have your fun. You able to come out with your friends. You able to do a podcast. You able to have fun and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, like, to somebody that's simple like me, that is success. That is a success story. But, but I would say, like, you know, certain, some of us, we, when we talk about accountability, you know what I'm saying? When we talk about reaching new levels and new experience, we understand that the job is never done. You know what I'm saying? We understand that. You know, even if you did the most amazing things to in other people's eyes, you look at it as I could have did more. You know, I could have I could have put more into it. You know what I'm saying? You you're uncertain, and and I think that's what keep you like hungry and um and 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 on the right path to being successful. You know what I'm saying? You never think it's enough. It's, it's, it, honestly, I think that comes with setting goals. But, like, it's, I, I, I completely agree with that, bro. I don't think I did enough. 
Same here, bro. Same I don't think here. I did enough. And I did. And the, and the crazy things that we probably did things people never got a chance to do in a lifetime, and it's still not enough, bro. It's still not enough. Listen, I I done been through a lot in my life. You see what I'm saying? Like my family done sold drugs. I had the experience of getting whatever I want whenever I wanted because I I knew how to get money or I I knew how to quote unquote be happy. And what what I realized is that like. At the end of the day, as long as I'm happy, I shouldn't care about what anybody else really wants from me or wants me to do or whatever the case may be. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm my own person. I've always been my own person. And I like the fact that I got my friends to look up to because this is what makes me happy besides what quote-unquote should uh, 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 society should make us feel happy about. But it's not society. This is all, like, self-motivation. Like, like I get what you're saying, bro. I grew up, my father was on drugs, but he was my hero, bro. I wanted his confidence. I wanted his swag. I wanted to be aggressive like he was when he needed to be. And I even tell you, shout out to Tone. Like, yo, I fucks with your pop's hard body. Like, I even tell you, like, sometimes I wish I had your pop's swag. Sometimes you <laughs> wish he was your father. <laughs> so fuck it, fuck that. Like, like, he still owe me child support. <laughs> I don't care what he said. <laughs> Like I said, he grew up in an era where everybody was fucking everybody. <laughs> so if you knew my mother, if you knew my mother, nigga, the type of nigga your father is, come on, son. That'd be a crazy Mari show. That'd be a crazy Mari episode. He in the wheelchair, you blind. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I gotta be yes here. <laughs> But yo, I, I fucks with your pops, but cause like um he's a he he he's a doer. Now I mean he's a getter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless of how he made enjoyed his life, he still made sure that everybody that he loved was good. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what Kaya was trying to allude to, like he he reached a point in his life where, all right, all right, it might not be enough for you, but this is enough for me. You know what I'm saying? And and for us, it's kind of backwards. It's like, all right, it's enough for y'all, but it ain't enough for me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say one man's trash and another man's treasure. You know what I'm saying, but like you, you as an inspiration, of course you can have your own flaws or 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 down pause or or whatever the case may be. But like, it, like, like it's just as a true leader, a true true leader. In most cases, you're not gonna understand how or why people follow you because your flaws are your flaws, and this. Being a leader is easy for you. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You going through life as, you know what I mean? Like, being a leader is, like, all you know how to be. Mm. You have no idea how to be anything else. Mm. I don't know exactly what a leader problems is. Because, like, as an individual, I'm not sure if I'm a leader or a follower, but I learn as I go, and I just live my own life, you know, but... um, I, I call on my leaders. Like, I called Kaya, like, a month ago. I'm like, yo, bro, I went to this restaurant. It's here in the food. What do I do? <laughs> she said, nigga, take it back. <laughs> I'm like, th- thank you for your leadership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, but that's easy. That like, that's all it takes is just to like to do your own thing. Like, what do you want to do? What do you feel like is the best decision for you? And um, and just making decisions as easy as deciding to order a fucking sandwich. <laughs> that is what makes you a leader, honestly. Going back to tone bone, right? <laughs> Yo, when I say life comes full circle, bro, the shit is amazing. So you know your pops knocking on Aunt Door every Saturday morning, like eight thirty, knocking on Aunt Door, like yo, nigga, we be standing at the door talking, nigga, pops used to be like, nigga, come in, nigga. <laughs> so, nigga, pops used to be butt ass with a with a bed sheet wrapped around him. Sometimes, sometimes that nigga should be ass naked. <laughs> Just this week, nigga, I was knocking on my mom's door, and your sister came out for some food or some shit, like Uber Eats or whatever. So I'm talking to her at the door, and I seen your nephew walk past the fucking hallway, butt ass naked. I was like, ain't this some shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, my you is my pop. Yo, man. I was like, yo, this is full circle, bro. <laughs> Butterball naked. Answer the door, butt naked. <laughs> it don't matter. You <laughs> 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 said I fucked with Izzy too. Yeah, man. That's my little nephew. Right I, I want I, I, I wanted. I dedicate my documents to my nephews, uh, Kayshawn and um, Isaiah. Shout out them. All right, up, young kings. Yes, we just got to make sure that we line them up right. So, my, you know, my brother called me the other day, right? And he was like, yo, what we doing is leaving the legacy. He was like, you don't realize it, but... Which brother? Take a guess. Kevin? Of course, dude. Okay. Sean only calling me about bitches. <laughs> and Troy only called me about getting drunk. Nigga, that's it. <laughs> but he was like, yo, you don't realize all every action you take is leaving a legacy behind you because the people that come behind you are going to see what you did. And they're going to look up to you. And they're going to look up to you, but they're also going to start to believe that's normal. You feel me? It's normal. So when your nephew see you selling T-shirts and doing all of this, yo, your mom went. He that's that's regular. I'm gonna do that too. Now I mean, it's second nature now. It's not something that seems far fetched. So he was like, yo, what you doing is, like, we really leaving a legacy. He was like, yo, my mother went to college because she had to. I mean, to get a better job and be able to take care of kids at the same time. 
That's how she became a teacher. Started working in the schools because she had time to drop off her kids, go to work, pick her kids up. I mean, without a hiccup. The day she was off, they was off. She was good to go. You feel me? But she did that because she had to. My brother ended up going to college. I forgot what he got his degree in, but he never used it. But he went to college because he wanted to. I mean, I ended up going to college. I ain't even keep it a thousand with you. I didn't think I had a choice. I knew I had to go to college. Like that was that was just part of the game plan. Then you got Monty, Molly, Lil Kevin. All of them was graduating. All of them went to college, bro. Wow. You feel me? And it's like, we are the beginning of the cycle in my family. Before us, there was nobody else. Yeah. You feel me? My father's side of the family, there's nobody until my sister went. My older sister went. She's, let's see, I'm 32. So my sister, my older sister's like 52, I think. Like, when she graduated from college, I was a baby in the pictures. Mm. You feel me? So on my mom's, on my pop's side, she went. And then I went. In between is. Yo, that's crazy. For me, it's the opposite. So while you was in college, I was selling nickel bags and drinking 40s. <laughs> and then my little brother, he's he's selling nickel bags, drinking 40s. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I apologize to T for showing him that lifestyle. Yeah, I was in there having we company. Did. You can't even apologize for showing me that lifestyle, my nigga. That was the life niggas was living. Right. Little Kevin was 10 years old riding around with me doing dumb shit in college, nigga. He was 10. I was like, yeah. It's just like you said, you know, we was at that generation where we had a whole bunch of people looking up to us. And regardless if we knew that they was looking up to us or not, they were still. I don't think at that age you really care. Because you're still trying to figure everything out. Well, that's not. Well, it, it it all depends on your mind concept because you know um, I grew up in a household where my where my older sister took care of us most of our lives. You see what I'm saying? And that's because my mother was doing whatever she wanted to do, but she was still there. But she was still doing whatever she wanted to do. But nevertheless, my sister, which was the oldest one of us, she's um, six years older than me. She. Took care of us. She made sure we was always good. I mean, like, she even went as far as to um, bringing us food from school. You know what I'm saying? Just to feed us and shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, some people, yeah, yeah, some people just got that mentality just to know how to look out or know how to be an example for people that's under them. But Will Smith mm-hmm. Will Smith says it best. He says, um, if your father was an abusive alcoholic, okay, that's his fault. But it's your fault if you don't deal with that trauma and find happiness in your life. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, definitely. It's your fault for that. And and a lot of time, I grew up with this pain, bro. With this pain. I don't think I ever told anybody this. I told my therapist earlier today. But after that, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... I, I just don't feel like I felt love, bro. Love, bro. I, I didn't feel love. I felt protected. But I didn't feel love. 
I felt like the blind side protected. But <laughs> it, I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel loved, bro. So that I sound like spoiled though. I I, I I I found love in forties. I found love in my friends. I found love in weed. I found love in you know what I'm saying. And everything I wasn't supposed to, bro. And and just to try to replace that that household love, bro. That household love. You know what I'm saying? So so it was a lot of for me growing up, it was even till like recently, it was a lot of just self destruction, bro. A lot of self destruction. Like I would do some some crazy crazy shit get kicked out of the barbecue for telling the girl I fucked the shit out of her right <laughs> and then I I would I, <laughs> I would go home sleep the drunkness off and look at myself in the mirror the next day like why would you do that you didn't even know nobody at the barbecue what's wrong with you you know what I'm saying? Or I would go, you know what I'm saying? I would go, like, this is Kaya's favorite one. Kaya says, <laughs> Kaya says, I stopped the girl with balloons and told her, I ate, I ate your booty if it's your birthday, but you got to show me your ID. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I say something like that? Yeah, and, and, well, to, to, and, be, to be fair, like, a, a, a lot of different females take things differently. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So you never know who you're dealing with when it, when, it, when it comes to approaching a female. That's true. So like, and, and, and I blame females for that. Nah, nah. But but it's, it, it's the consequences today. Like, every, now as adults, when I, when I did that, we were kids. We were young adults, but now as grown adults, this is the consequence. Everywhere we go, I got to get the disclaimer before I walk in the building. I ain't. We're going to go in here. This is not the time. This is not the place. Yo, and it's with friends. It's with family. It's, it's whoever know, like, the real me. Yo, when I was on Ellen... There is probably seventy percent, probably seventy percent of the people that know me, like outside of work, and and that I hang out, I hang out around. They know me outside of work, basically, and they watch me on the TV screen, and they like, I wonder if they know how dirty this dude mine is. You know what I'm saying? But, but you also have been influenced. By well, what? Porn? Uh, if that's what you want to call it. But remember, you just told us a story where, uh, where be because you didn't treat a chick a certain way, she called you a pussy. Oh, yeah. That is true. You see what I'm saying? And I promise you, like, from experience, she's is not the only one who feels that way. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about other females that told me basically the exact same shit. 
in certain scenarios. You see what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, there's actually some females who quote unquote like a man to take advantage, like to strong arm them. I don't know if you want to call it like well, rape or whatever, like, but to being tied up, like that shit is sexy to a lot of different chicks. Yep. First yeah. di- disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Rape is never funny. It's just well, like it's just like saying breasts. Breasts is never funny, but titties is hilarious. Look at stupid. I knew that shit was gonna be funny. There's something about the word breast that you know tickles my teenage soul. Like even when you went Kennedy. So which breast would you like? So, so why my brain is why my why my brain is why my brain is moving, right? What do you prefer, right? When it comes to authenticity, all right. Say you had to be somebody you wasn't to get the bag, right? Let's take for instance, go way back in the day, Pee Wee Herman, right? Oh, Pee Wee Herman. You are fun loving. You know the kids look for you for entertainment. They, I, I believe it, this is unfair. They yeah. got the heart, but but you know on after after the shows, you know after after the world already made a prediction on who you are, this perfect guy. You know, make kids laugh and stuff like that, and they catch you in a movie theater. Rubbing one out to an adult film, and then your whole life is canceled. Would you rather be the person that says, "Hey, before y'all love me, I just want y'all to know I, I jerk off in the movie theater." <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all catch me, I told y'all. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know what? That's how 50 won, bro. That's how 50 won. That's how 50 won. 50 told him from the jump. Yo, I'm a gangster, and I'm an asshole. You know what I mean? You're going to take it or you're going to leave it. So that's who he was from the jump, and he rolled that shit out until where he's at now. Look at another downfall, Tiger Woods, right? So, ti- <laughs> so Tiger... <laughs> You know, Tiger for shizzle. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger' mistake was, you know, not being accurate. You know what I'm saying? Not being and and trying to hide who he really was. Like if if he, when the first time he got in trouble, if all he said was. Hey, I like my asshole lick. My wife doesn't lick my asshole. <laughs> this waitress does. <laughs> you know? I think he would have been in less trouble than he got in, right? That's a fact. <laughs> a lot of things can be prevented with a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's, that's the deciding factor. Do you hide who you really really are to get the bag? Or do you tell the world 
this is who I am. And, you know, you take it or leave it. I, I think it depends on the, the, the timing of, of the era. You see what I'm saying? Because, like, in, in this day and age, Bill Clinton would gotta got away with that shit. Nope. No. You would have Googled me I'd too and his face would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if, if anything, that shit would have been recorded nowadays. You know what I'm saying? You'd have been able to see that shit, like, visually. <laughs> Yo, and then she went on tour. The, the, she I had a great the, life after that, bro. For real. But that's crazy. You know how many men deal with that problem? Problem? Yeah, that's a problem, nigga. Your wife ain't doing this, so you looking for it somewhere else, and now you caught up. Now you the bad guy. Yeah. Now you the bad it guy. Was, it was like uh, Mike Tyson rape charge, right? So Mike Tyson rape charge. I'm like, damn, Mike, how you force yourself on another woman? And come to find out, he didn't. He said, he said, shut up, bitch, I'm eat your pussy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know if we should put this podcast out. Bro. They said they ain't call him Iron Mike for no reason. <laughs> what rapist make you want to feel magical? Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson, he ain't do it. The mother niggas, I don't know. You see what happened to R. Kelly? Oh my goodness. That's fucked up. That nigga got a racketeering charge. He's doing life, life. They ain't sentenced him yet. And you know what's fucked up? Like, half of motherfucking America go to motherfucking different countries and do that shit. And sleep with little girls, right? Little girl, where? That's crazy. That nigga was having bitches shit in pots and pans and shit like that. That nigga was... Daddy, can I use the bathroom? (laughs) No. I don't think he was doing all of that. Nah, I believe that. I ain't gonna hold you. There's a lot of shit on TV I don't believe. I believe that. Yo, on, like, on, on a real, like, I, I, I've been through a lot, and, and I understand, like, the certain the certain lengths that people gotta go through when... Somebody God made you shit, shit in the garbage can? <laughs> yo, yo, if, if, yo, if I got shit to do... <laughs> This is my only disclaimer about R. Kelly, right? You said, just save it. You ain't gonna put it out. Make sure you save this stuff. <laughs> when, when I found out the doors wasn't locked, <laughs> <laughs> that fucked me up a little bit. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. These bitches were sitting in rooms with nothing but pails, one pail to shit in, and that was it. And the doors wasn't locked. That means you could have potentially got up and walked the fuck out. It wasn't no armed guards. It was nobody watching your room. No chloroform How how valid how valid is the statement where were the parents? That's a very, yeah, that's a very no. They, they, a lot they, of the parents knew exactly where they the arguments kids were. Was, was, R. Kelly was still sending the parents the bread and all that. And they accepted it huh, the entire time. Yep. And what? Was they not talking to their daughters? What was their daughters telling them the entire time? 
You see the one they say he made a shave her hair off and get tattoos and shit? Yeah, dressed like a boy. Like a boy? Yeah. And they blame R. Kelly for that too. Now. The doors wasn't locked. <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. Girl, manipulation. Yeah, manipulation. Manipulation is a. We all have been manipulated before, bro. Manipulation is a mother. Oh yeah. Yo, you ever been in a situation when you knew you couldn't take no more? Yes. When was that situation, and how did you know you couldn't take anymore? Because I decided simply, you know what? It's either. It's gonna be not that, cause I didn't know what it'd rather be, or it's gonna be I'm a fucking spaz the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And it's when this dude tried to bully me in school. I was I was I was a little nigga, and he wouldn't like stop going in my book bag and shit. So. At the end of the day, I ended up banging that nigga head into the fucking closet door. Why are your, why are your stories and as you being the victorious leader hero that stopped all the bad and because like sometimes people just need an ass whooping to realize to leave me the fucking alone, and that's not my fault. But sometimes you know. I feel as if, if if some people are going too far, you just pick the wrong one on this day. And like a lot of people all of the time go too far. I want to say the most of the times I knew when I was over something to do something that had to do with women. Mm. I, a lot of times I would get up and disappear on a woman, but it was something I, I hit a wall at a certain point. So, like, you know, what? I can't do this. One girl. Right? Y'all remember Sunny? Yeah. Remember Sunny? We went to the beach with her, right? Right, we went to the beach with her. Oh, yeah. So one day she worked the after school program like I did. You feel me? We both got off at six o'clock. One day the bitch didn't call me. She didn't answer none of my calls. From six o'clock in the evening to seven in the morning, my nigga. And the bitch gonna tell me, What you think she said to me? What you think she said? It ain't time. It ain't time. What you think? I'll take. My phone was dead for two hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Actual answer is I was asleep. You slept for thirteen hours, bitch. <laughs> you was that tired from work that you slept thirteen hours? I was like, oh, she gotta go. Oh, shit. At least I gave her the benefit of the doubt. I was like, she gotta go. That's when I hit the wall. That's when I knew I would. I mean. Another chick, it was like we would, we spent a lot of time together. Everything was great. But in the morning, she always had to leave me for her son. Feel me? Yeah. And it was like, damn, I'm always going to be second place to her son. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> he ain't my son. But, you feel but, me? This ain't, this ain't baby boy. Mama ain't out the house of a life yet. Yo, bro. I was only like 22. I'm not trying to be second place to your son. Fuck out of here. 
She yo. had to go. I knew I knew it was time. You feel me? She had to go. And if she was just a fuck, yeah, but you know. No, I liked her. I definitely liked her. Like it may be stronger feelings than like. But because that shit makes you sound like a straight asshole. I'm an asshole because I didn't want to be second place to a, a to son. Her son? That's yes. Not, that's not mine. No, it's not, bro. That's no way, bro. Yo, what do you mean? mean? I'm 22 years old, my nigga. There's no reason that I'm trying to spend time. I'm trying to go out way with you. I'm trying to do this. And you going, oh, I can't do that because I got to make sure my son do this. I got to make sure my nigga, son do that. That's not my. That's age. not my son. That's oh, why, I, right? So I, at that point in time, I could not understand that, and I would not understand that. You feel me? Because it's not my son. It's not my responsibility. You got to get up and do that. That means you. You know what? You're not the girl for me. I need a bitch that could get up and travel. You feel me? I move around too much. I need, at, at the drop of a dime. What? Yo, what you doing? I'm on my way to New Mexico, nigga. I, <laughs> like, you feel me? How many times you call me and I'm somewhere crazy, somewhere different, bro? I like to get up and go. You got to tend to your son first. I can't be the nigga for you. What would life be like if niggas had babies? If niggas had babies? <laughs> not not before that. With <laughs> nigga. How many abortions would you have had? A zillion, nigga. A zillion? Yo, hey, how many abortions would I have? Oh, yeah, I had 37 kids at 37 years old. <laughs> Like yo, yo, you want to play ball? Nah, nigga, pregnant. How's you gonna take care of motherfucking the first five kids, nigga? Put put putting bitches on child support, <laughs> getting on food stamps. Yo, that really makes me a bad person because I stopped fucking with her because she. No. That why why do why do I gotta play second place to a kid that's not mine? Because it's her kid. Right, yes, her kid. Why do I have to play second place to a kid that's because, not mine? Because if you had a kid, she would be second place. Right, no. right, yes, my nigga, and that's her choice to make if she's ready to be second place. And I didn't want to be second place to the white kid. I'm not saying that you should feel a certain type of way because she did feel that way, but. What you're saying is you feel a certain type of way because you was put in second. Kaya, yes. you had every right to be pro-choice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real, for real, you know what it feels like to, to, to spend all day with somebody, go to bed with them in the nighttime, and wake up, and they never there when you wake up. Never, ever, ever yeah. there when you wake up, bro. God, the chick do that shit to me for one time. One time, I couldn't get over it, bro. But every time, every time, bro, I wake up, she's gone. Because she got responsibilities. She got shit she got to do. So, At that age, I was too young, bro. I wanted to lay up and get high and do nothing. <laughs> she had shit she had to do. So, the... So... Amanda Seals cursed me out on Instagram. What? Yeah. I was attracted to her OD for like three months. <laughs> yeah, she cursed me out on Instagram. Oh. Because she, she, she said, this was her message. She said that, shout out to all the women 
that had to have sex with a guy because it was either annoying or dangerous. She was like, I feel you. I've been through that. And I said, I don't understand. And she said, well, there's a thousand fucking comments for you to... You to uh, understand it, but you still ask. You you still say you don't understand. You know, I I get the dangerous part, but I didn't get the annoying part. I get it. A nigga gonna annoy a bitch into some pussy? I would have been right. <laughs> you know what? This nigga gonna leave me alone after this. Come get some pussy. Like like you never like bag the chick. Just constantly begging until she just. My mama said. My mama said. My mama said. My mama said. Hit him with the uh the the what's that the water boy? My mama said. No, I have never. No. Well, honestly, me neither. But I I I fucked with this. I did. I fucked with this white girl. I had the cute sweat collection, bro. I was begging all the what, just on begging? Said, please, make me feel good. Let me make, let me feel like and a she man. She was thinking in the back of her mind, if this nigga don't shut the fuck up, you know what? Let me just give him some pussy so you shut. That up. never happened to me ever, ever. I mean, like, how would you know? You're not in the back of a bitch line, like. Yo. You know what? I be thinking about that shit all the time, too. Now, especially because Bill Cosby and all this shit that niggas coming out. But like, imagine a bitch felt the way when she gave you some pussy and you never knew. Because mm. she felt like she but was in danger. You 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 pounded or, it out. Annoyed because, you know, the chick is like your wife or something and she's just tired of ordering that, her dick. Nah, what Kaya said, that got to be the worst, bro. Imagine you hitting it and she... Y'all, you looking right at her. She just like, mm, mm. But in her mind, she was like, he don't even know he's raping. You Yo, know what I'm saying? Some bad ass, huh? He don't even know he's raping. 20 years me. later, she come out and tell the world I that. really don't want to think she about that in the middle of getting some pussy. And then fucking, and then fucking, you wake up, she leave, you got to send... The, the the text it was like yo everything good <laughs> <laughs> you alright we good <laughs> no, I didn't I hope I didn't read you text nigga said sent <laughs> what sent consent bitch you got <laughs> we good right <laughs> again rape is never funny but breast it's not, not funny, but titties is hilarious. <laughs> nah, that shit is real shit, bro. I be thinking about that shit. Yo, for real, bro. For real. Yo, when we were 16, he backed his beef out of me. <laughs> Yo. Bitch, you snuck into my mama house at 2 in the morning. What you thought was going on? Yo, Yo remember, remember this shit? After Ellen and you you was telling everybody your aunt you should run for mayor, and, and then everybody just I don't know you blind everybody just looked at you like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga be scandalous. Uh, you know what I mean? Drunk texts, <laughs> voicemails, 
and dick pics. Like like back then, I thought DM stood for dick messenger. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody got one. It said, "Listen, man. Like, I remember. I remember. You you, nah, you like yo. yo don't sleep. You you a popular dude. So. I remember being what 18, 19, 21. I remember sending everybody in my contact list a picture of my dick, bro. Nah, everybody <laughs> in the contact list. You see what I'm saying now, yo, <laughs> If this is not, and uh, this is like this flip is not, phone. If this, this is, is not phone. what being an American is all about. Then I don't know what the fuck being president is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in order to be president, you have to experience being an American. Oh, and not- you have to like you have to go through the most extreme shit. You have to speak from experience. You have to speak from the heart because this is the only way. Like people are gonna follow you. I mean, like yo. Tell that story about motherfucking prostitutes kicking in your door and people will listen, <laughs> sir. They will they will vote for you, sir. Damn and look at Gavin Newsom. He got he's the fucking governor after he slept with his campaign manager white. And the campaign manager is the dude that be like, he's a hell of a guy. Vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up the press conference. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, pe- people will vote for people that they feel as if they could chill and have a drink with it. You see what I'm saying? If people think that they can chill with you and just get drunk or have a day or two, they would vote for you. And that is majority of America. Who you mad at? Mm. Take a drink. Who you mad at? Mm. Are you mad at homie for sleeping with his wife? Or he married his wife for throwing the box at home? I, I think I, I think the man, because the man did this principles when like that's one thing I learned yeah. from my homeboy. My homeboy said I don't sleep with married women. That no, that no, that's not at the question. all. At all. The question was like, who would you be mad at me, or would you be mad at your wife for fucking? I'll be mad at the guy. You be I'll, mad at me for yeah, fucking your wife? Yeah, I'll be mad at you, especially if you my boy. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the wife, you know what I'm saying? The the woman. Nigga said she make more money than you. Then she allowed to cheat, right? Yes. All right. I go in the corner and shut the fuck up. <laughs> How you like your eggs yeah. again? <laughs> how, how you like your eggs again? I bust that ass. You cheated on me, my best friend. Fuck you, bitch. Like, that's a Fendi fact. You think it's a good Yo, and you know can, what? You can never blame the girl because what? Oh, oh, what? When it comes to sex, you can always almost. Oh, yeah, I'ma say because you know, like you said, disclaimer: rape's not funny, right? So it's like some women are raped. Some women do feel pressured into sex, right? I don't know what percentage of women that is, or percentage of encounters that is, but I want to say 100% of the encounters I had with women, they all chose to have sex with me. I wanted to have sex with them, but they chose to have sex with me. You and feel me? Not only that, but like it's a hell of a lot easier to pull your dick out than it is to button your pants and pull you down your panties and all that shit. But men... But men, we can't act like women. We we have right. morals and principles that we have to stand on. 
You well, know, not on, not on, to say hold, like hold, 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 hold on there, Seinfeld. Hold on. Hold on there, cause you know, morals that, that that's a strong term. Cause I done experienced you know, uh uh, uh females having their boyfriends right downstairs, meanwhile they in the hallway with me. You see what I'm saying? But we can't so, do what females do. That's what makes men and women. You know what I'm saying? We got to we got to stand on our principles, no matter how she's acting, no matter all how. The, all the box you she, got in your world and in your life, right? Right. You chose them, or they chose you. Well, most of them, I just realized they, like two they years chose, ago. They hold chose. Hold up! Hold me. up! Yeah, like, they they definitely they, chose me. So when they say women choose who they have sex with, men who choose who they marry. If I could, if I could right? All of the chicks right. actually So besides the disclaimer group of women who didn't choose to have sex, most women choose who they want, bro. I know you watch Power. You, I don't blame little homie for taking it down. She over there playing with her box in the car so she he could watch. Right. You feel me? It's like, what, was, what what are you supposed to do? He didn't choose that. She chose that. I mean, he like, could have stronger morals. He could have stronger morals. He could. I mean, like, if, if you want to, like, flip it, like, if you my best friend and then you pressuring my shorty to have sex with you and then she have sex with you or some annoying shit, that, that's, that's probably homeboy fault. I'm with you, Diggity. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> you were so annoyed with a nigga that you gave him some box. It's a block button. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, well no, yeah, yeah. Of course, like, but there's also that 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 thought in your mind, like, yo, because they put you in an awkward position where they're pressuring you to have sex with them, but it's like, yo, what's going to happen if you actually go back to your boyfriend or your girlfriend Telling them that yo, your friend was pressuring me to have sex with you. Like you ever seen In Too Deep with LL Cool J? Yeah. Said love it, (laughs) love it. (laughs) You're supposed to be my man. You know what I'm saying? No. Nah, but nah, I don't know either. But it 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 sometimes goes both ways, I guess. But for for the most part. Like, I think, like, the female should be held more accountable. Uh, yeah, it's probably, like, even. The men should know better and the women should know better. Even mine. But, 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 every, every, behind every great man is a great woman. But behind every tragic love story, it, it, it was a chick that, that set the dude up, right? <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, if she ain't kill herself, then Romeo. Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Ike and Tina. I can't have no side bitches. What, nigga? He had mad hoes. What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, whole family, nigga. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he had mad. Like, what you mean? Shout out, God rest Ike. <laughs> 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 Um, what's that? What's that? He, he was one of them too. Shoot, shit. Speaking, speaking of um, Ike, I found out something new. What? Like um, Ike, that that's um Morpheus unplugged and shit. 
That you don't realize, you think you be killing pussy, but it's it's the other way around, bro. Pussy killing us. Yo, Yo it's killing us. Dudes, what about the dudes that get some pussy and they want to kill everybody, including the chick? I think they don't get no pussy. And they kill themselves. They don't get no pussy. Yo, quick story, right? So I'm, I'm one of my brother's friends in Charlotte. This thing is messing with a married woman. Yeah. Her husband. Had a tracker on the car. This nigga finds them, kills both of them, and then kills himself. That's how it usually go down, bro. Once it, you said marry, once the chick says, till death do us part, and all of that shit, like even that, that's, a, that's the biggest fear of why my commitment issues, you know what I'm saying? Seeing my parents get divorced, after they done said till death do us part and they divorced and they still alive you know what I'm saying that's a choice bro I feel like people don't really show people show their flags if you ignore the flags you ignore them because you fucking right you ignore them because it's like this this ain't no they no you be fucking and you ignore the flags so you be like yo it's just this one time. This, this, it's not gonna be like this forever. So you ignore the flags. At the end of the day, all the flags been there the whole time, bro. That's what scares me about my relationship, cause niggas flags all over the field. Goddamn, fifteen yards. <laughs> but you know what? I accepted the flags, bro. And I know, regardless of what happens, I'm. I'm here for the game. I'm here for the long haul. So my girl, like, she always asks me this question too. Yo, if it wasn't for KJ, you think we'd be together? I'm like, hell, fucking no, but <laughs> <laughs> hell no, we wouldn't be together if it wasn't for this little nigga. But guess what? Because of him, I'm gonna accept and deal with a lot more shit that I potentially wouldn't deal with if he wasn't here. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's a decision I made and. The, the domino effect of that decision is we ain't even married yet, but it's on some real shit, bro. I was like, yo, if you fuck up, you fucked up, but guess what? Bitch, I ain't leaving because I ain't trying to meet no new niggas. You know, bitches always got new niggas in their family, and they always feel threatened and shit. I don't know about at 30 plus 30, but I, uh, well, I was dating this girl in South Carolina, right? So her living room was like a uh, kind of like a bedroom with no door on it. You feel me? So we watching TV. Everybody had the living room with the bedroom turns into a bedroom. No, it was a it was a bedroom that they turned into their living room. Okay, okay, damn. So they turned the took the door off it. So it was couches and TV and shit in there, right? So we sitting there watching TV, and 
All you see is like the barrel of a assault rifle come across the floor. And then he slides the gun out a little bit more. And then he's holding like by the, the end of the gun and shaking it back and forth. The shit look like a, like an AR-15 or some shit like that. No, the nigga's hiding behind the wall. All you see is the gun in the doorway shaking back and forth. He rocking it back and forth. And he goes, no hanky-panky or stanky-stanky. And then he goes, he goes, it is loaded and it does work. He slides the gun back across. Next thing you know, where we sitting is windows behind us. This nigga goes behind the windows and starts shooting the gun in the air. Bang, 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 bang. She was like, you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm from the projects. I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm good. But that nigga really was trying to intimidate me with that shit, bro. Yeah, that's how it is, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, as an old, it's a protection thing, man. It's a protection thing, especially when when you get best of both worlds. When you like a family where you just where the love is there, bro. Where the love is there. And it's and it's out and you you're taught right how to love each other. You know you you want to protect them. So that's bullshit. So so none of your sisters you never you always the first thing you probably done was try to be their friends. Well, it just, well let, let's just put it this way. I don't think it has anything to do with protection. I think it has more to do with. Uh, uh, fascist or or, or or catholicism you know what I'm saying like <laughs> what <laughs> people try people trying to control people in their household you know yeah. what I'm saying or people tr- just trying to control people period because you can I mean like are you really do you like seriously think you're gonna stop a hoe from being a hoe regardless if she your sister your cousin or just a girl in the street yeah you think so? D West did it on Marvel. He's like, stop chucking dick. Stop chucking dick. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> he made a. He, he made may have it. prevented it at that moment, but he, I promise you. <laughs> he made the she girls, still went off and sucked the next nigga off. Like he that. brung in the grave site. He made them do push ups to get I that mean, shit out you of You cannot stop people from being who they want to be. And actually loving someone is accepting people for who they are, not trying to change them because of how you feel or because of your looks on life. Yo, that goes back to legacy, though, bro. You only want what you see. Right, right. You only want what you see. You try to make the best life. Because as as children, we learn from just doing what other people do, watching what they do and doing what they do. And it be that discipline that give us the furthest. You know what I'm saying? That like why, discipline. Why? Why did you start selling butter? Because, because I, I owe, needed I, to support my weed habit. Not even to support my weed habit. I seen the older people do it. You know, and they have what I want. I want it. What I wanted, or or what I thought I wanted. And then it was like, 
you know, these guys doing it, and then they got a job. They don't got a job, and they living living good. So it was like after I got fired from my job, I'm, I was like, all right, let's see what this is about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I saw a buzz because part of the reason was the niggas I was hanging with was doing it. I said that too. I said everybody, everybody I know smoke. So why not smoke? And sell it, you know what I'm saying. That that was my first thing, you know. I was working at I was working at a a, a bar, and the owner was like, "Yo, I'm trying to make some extra bread." And the first thing I said, everybody I know smokes weed, and and that's what happened. He gave me the money to get a pound of weed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she said, shout out everybody I know. <laughs> I mean, well, I think we should wind down right here. They're kind of asking questions, nodding off and shit. <laughs> so, we're going to, um, you know, end it here, an hour and 32 minutes. Blind boys telling people where they can find you. You already know I'm at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at PJ Hackett. And you can drop me an email also at dohackett196 at icloud.com. Mm. Kaya, Yo. let the people know where they can find you. Even though this podcast is not going up, you can find me at. <laughs> Yo, I might put it up, bro. I might put it up right now. You can find me at. Kaya underscore NYC. That's K I A H underscore NYC. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We on everything. We're trying to get more reach. You know what I mean? Trying to take over. Practice any strategies, bro. Honestly, I think I'm becoming. My pet is becoming so ill, bro. It's becoming better and better every day. And I'm just hearing more niggas and it sounded more and more mediocre and it's killing me. Because niggas be bigging niggas up. And I'm like, that shit, that nigga not saying nothing though. And they were like, well, that's all, it's only entertainment. I'm like, damn. You think that's what they said about the thong song? <laughs> that shit damn meaning to I think I'm becoming, uh, I'm not there yet, but I'm about to become the best rapper alive, bro. That's what I love to hear, bro. And I love to see it, too. Because the shit I'm spitting is like, it's my truth. Like, I'm no fabrication. I ain't spitting no crazy shit. I ain't talking about spinning no blocks. I ain't talking about no drills. Like, and it ain't trap music. Yo, all these, yo, that's crazy. Because all these little niggas ain't never bust a grape before. They talking about how they got ops and shoot niggas down. This is like, bro, these niggas been doing this shit for years now. Like, when we gonna do this shit with great? My brother keep asking me to make fucking public enemy type music. 
I'm like, nigga. You ever heard me this in the public enemy? <laughs> well, disrespect the Chuck D and say the slave and all, buddy, but that ain't my style, man. I feel like, man, this, this podcast is called Will I Be Canceled? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to get canceled? We can keep going. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to get canceled? Fuck it. I ain't never get started to be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well take a shot at it. Yo, I forgot where I was, right? But you know how, like, we talk. You know what I mean? Everything they asked me was like, nah, instead of saying, nah, I'm good, I'm like, nah, I'm straight. Like, nah, I'm straight, I'm good. So I said it like five times. And some gay nigga pressed me like, yo, is there a reason you keep saying you straight? I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) These niggas is out of control. (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's a such thing called straight or fuck. No, nigga was tight. Like, like gay motherfuckers don't like straight people. I was on the plane. I flew back from Atlanta, and I was sitting next to a transsexual woman. What? A transsexual woman. So that's what a woman that becomes a man, right? Ah, I mean, got you. That that's confusing. That statement still confusing. I mean, a man that's becoming a woman. Cause the nigga had big ass hands, and the nigga was sitting there click clacking his nails a little too much for my liking. Like women don't act like that. That nigga was wilding. And then you know airplane etiquette, bro. You wait for the rope in front of you to get up, get their bags, and then you go. Soon as the plane landed. This big nigga bitch was all in the aisles and shit. I'm like, yo, and nobody said nothing to her. I'm like, you know why nobody said nothing to her? It's because she's part of the LGBTQ. Mm. I mean, niggas just let that shit rock. I'm like, yo. <laughs> shit is ridiculous, though. It's a nasty world out here. But you can't even say nothing to them. You can't say nothing to them. You think this is how white people felt about black people when black people started getting rights? <laughs> like, damn, we can't even say that to these people. I feel you on that because, like, I, I was chilling with these bisexual chicks, and and I think one had a cape. I'm not sure, but she wanted to dance with me. So, in my in my opinion, she had the cape and she wanted to shake her ass with my dick and shit. But anyway, so. She had these gay friends, so we all went to this gay club out in Brooklyn. And these motherfuckers had the audacity to actually tell me to my face, they won't let me in because I'm blind. What? Mm. So I'm like, yo, like, are y'all niggas serious? That shit blew my mind. Like, are gay people really coming that high where they could deny disabled people? Like, they, like gay people could discriminate now? This podcast is not sponsored by Fan- <laughs> Fantastic and Only Improvement.com. Hey, this is sponsored by Antidigity. <laughs> Fantastic and staying the fucking same. It's canceled for real. It's said, oh, it's just, not me, real nigga experiences. 
like this is what we go through as Americans. But like this is our daily life as Americans. You see you know what I'm saying? So it's like I like it, 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 it's just a fucked up world where where, where, where we have to bow down to somebody who's been accepted for I don't know how long now. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, don't, mean, I don't think there should be a gay pride parade. I think You're going too far. Nah, son. They should change that shit to a straight pride parade. Or, or, or to a sexual pride parade. Change it to a sexual pride parade. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yo, gay, gay people been around since... Oh, since, since Spartans been talking about this is Sparta. All, all them niggas was gay. Son. What, what do you think they did uh, 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 all that time together? They, they was fanny bandits and shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, that shit is normal. I don't think they should have it because I, I don't think they should be as special as anybody else. Like, they just regular people. You know what I mean? Just trying to get some motherfucking same shit everybody else is getting. A nut. At the end of the day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But we'll end it here. This is Ann Diggity. It's late. It's about like 3 in the morning. Call it in a wrap. Road to victory. I don't even know we could say road to victory. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the, 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 the road to Magic City or something. You said that's what happens when niggas drink Modelo. Road to Modelo. <laughs> All right, I still wish you love, peace, wealth, and truth always. Road to victory podcast is a wrap. <laughs>